This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Welcome to Breaking Bread. This is the show where we explore food through culture, conversations, and a whole lot of curiosity. I'm your host, Lo Yi Jun, a food writer and recipe developer from the Jun and Tonic blog. This week, we're back on another episode of Quarantine Cooking, the series where I take you through the process of cooking a dish in my kitchen. This week, we are going to make a burnt cheesecake. Now, this cheesecake has gotten really, really popular in the past two years. There's actually a really famous shop in Spain, in San Sebastian, called La Vina, that popularized this cake. And that's why sometimes you'll see this cake called a Basque burnt cheesecake, named after the Basque region in Spain. But in Malaysia, in KL specifically, there's been another place that has popularized this style of cheesecake as well. That's right, it's the Tokyo Restaurant at Lot 10. Their version of the cheesecake is a lighter, silky smooth, more custody version of the one you can find in Spain. And actually, I've tried both, and I have to say, I actually prefer the one at Tokyo Restaurant. So today's recipe is sort of like a replica of the Tokyo Restaurant's cheesecake. I mean, I don't actually have the actual recipe that they use, but after several rounds of testing and recipe development, I'd say I managed to get it at least 90% of the way there. So, if you're a cheesecake fanatic, especially if you're a sucker for the one at the Tokyo restaurant, do give this recipe a try. As usual, if you want the recipe in full in writing, you can find it on my blog at junntonic.com. That's J-U-N-A-N-D-T-O-N-I-C.com. It should be the latest recipe on the site, but if it isn't, just search for burnt cheesecake. Okay, onwards to the kitchen. Okay, we are back in the kitchen again this week, and today we are going to make a burnt cheesecake. So, the recipe for this is actually really, really simple, like deceptively simple. What you need is cream cheese, a lot of cream cheese, sugar, eggs, and cream, and that's it. Some people add a bit of salt, a bit of vanilla extract, maybe a bit of lemon juice, um, and today I'm going to add a bit of salt and lemon juice as well, just to bring up the flavor a bit. But the basic constituent ingredients of this burnt cheesecake, whether it's the Basque version or the, the one popularized by Tokyo restaurant, it has four core ingredients. The constituent ingredients are just the four. Cream cheese, sugar, eggs, and cream. And the key to this, the, the, the tricky part is when it comes to the baking time, right? But... To make the batter, to make the, the cake batter itself, it's pretty easy. You just get cream cheese and sugar and kind of beat it together in a, in a stand mixer. Or you can actually do this by hand if you don't have a stand mixer, although that will take uh, a bit longer. But basically, I'm, I'm going to beat up the cream cheese and sugar and then add the eggs slowly and then finally add the cream. Okay, so let's get started. I'm just going to put... All the cream cheese, unpack it into the mixer bowl, 
Actually, if you can't find Philadelphia cream cheese, like the brand Philadelphia, that would be best. But I went to Jaragosa yesterday and couldn't find any. So I just got Emborg cream cheese, which is pretty good as well. So just going to put that all in the bowl of a stand mixer. Just putting it in. I'm using one kg of cream cheese, which sounds like quite a lot, but when you put it into a eight to nine inch uh, cake tin, you want it to have a bit of height. So that's why the batter is, uh, the, the quantity of the batter is, is quite a lot. Let's continue unpacking and putting all these cream cheese in the bowl. Okay, last pack. Oh yeah, and I forgot to mention, actually like some people, for this recipe, some people like to add flour as well, just to give it a bit more uh, strength and like, it, it will hold together a bit better. Um, I might add a touch later on, depending on, on the batter. Uh, but for now, I'm planning not to use any flour, which, which seems odd because a, it's kind of like a flourless cake and it's just all held together by the cream cheese. That hopefully that will work. If the batter is too loose, I might add a bit of flour. We'll chat back in a bit. But for now, I'm just gonna add the sugar in with the cream cheese. Okay, and now we're just gonna put it into the stand mixer with a paddle attachment and just let it beat for like three to five minutes. Ooh, actually, at this point, I'm gonna add about a teaspoon of salt as well. Just throw it in. Now, salt will just help to bring up the flavor of anything, really. And even when I make like baked goods, like sweet desserts and things, I will try to see if I can incorporate salt in there somehow. Okay, now that the cream cheese, sugar, and salt are in, I'm gonna start beating it. Okay, I'm just gonna let that beat on low and I'm gonna crack some eggs now. So what we need is uh, seven eggs actually. And let's do that. Just gonna move us away from the mixer so it isn't as noisy. Last one. Okay, great. No shells dropped in. And we're just gonna put this seven eggs slowly into the mixer with the cream cheese. And then just move it back to the mixer. Okay, I'm gonna add it in slowly. The cream cheese is now looking super smooth and silky. And I'm just gonna add in the eggs one by one. And it each addition of the egg, I'm just gonna let it beat and sort of come together into one smooth homogeneous mixture before I add in the next one. 
Okay, all the eggs are in. And I'm gonna stop it and scrape down the sides a bit. Just so everything is well mixed. All right, that's looking good. Okay, we're gonna stop the mixing for a bit and weigh out the cream and some lemon juice, which we're gonna add in. Okay, I'm gonna slice the lemon and squeeze out the juice. We don't actually need uh, the juice of a whole lemon here. I'm just gonna take uh, about two teaspoons and add it in. Okay, then we're gonna measure out our cream. I'm using about 400 milliliters of cream here. And this is whipping cream or some people call it heavy cream as well. Now, we're gonna add these two ingredients into the rest of the batter. And actually, now that I think about it, I might just add a bit of vanilla extract as well, just to give it a bit of a more rounded flavor, you know? So here's the vanilla. Okay, let's add all of them in. Okay, just a bit of the lemon juice first. Now make sure not to put the lemon juice with together with your cream because that will just curdle it. So you add it straight away to the cream cheese and just keep mixing it around. Right, now that's mixed, I'm gonna add in my cream and vanilla extract. Gonna give that a final scrape down around the edges. Just making sure everything is mixed nicely. Okay, this is gonna give it a final five seconds of mixing. Okay, actually it's looking like really, really loose. Um, okay, just to be on the safe side, I might add in like a, a tablespoon or two of flour as well. Let me do that right now. Just gonna pass it through a sieve so it doesn't become lumpy. Yeah, just adding in a bit, about 10 grams really. Let's do that. And just mix it for just about 10-15 seconds more. Okay, and we're good. Now I'm just gonna leave the batter there for a while while we prepare our cake tin. Okay, first we're actually gonna heat up our oven to 240 or 250 uh, degrees Celsius. Um, some ovens might not go so high, so just put it on the higher setting, uh, as close to that as you can be. But now this is where the cheesecake gets its kind of like burnt appearance from the very high heat that it's baked under in the oven. So I'm just going to heat up my oven. Now that the oven is heated, I'm just going to line my cake tin. And I'm using a, a nine inch cake tin here, which is about 22 centimeters. And this recipe works pretty good for that. 
But if you're using something smaller or bigger, please adjust the recipe as appropriate. But I'm just gonna take baking paper and kind of ruffle it around and just uh, let, let it sit pretty snugly on the bottom, but the sides can be a bit messy. Let the paper come at the side because as it bakes, the batter will expand. Okay. You don't really have to fold it neatly on the sides, you can just let it be. Just as long as you're covering the whole of the bottom, it should be good. And the sides can be a bit messy, it kind of adds to a bit of that rustic look as well. Although usually rustic is just an excuse for people to be messy, but in this case it kind of works. Okay, now I'm going to pour the batter in. Might seem like a lot of batter again, but it's actually perfect for, for a 9-inch cake tin. Okay, pouring it in. I'm gonna scrape down all the sides of the mixing bowl so I don't waste any batter. Okay, that's looking good. Right, I'm just gonna tap it a bit so to even it out. Okay, I think it's ready to bake. See, pretty easy, right? Okay, I'm gonna pop it in the oven. Okay, and I'm just gonna let this bake for 25 to 30 minutes until you see it's kind of like really brown and almost burnt around the sides, but the middle is so jiggly and wobbly. So, I'm just gonna come back in like 20-25 minutes and check on it. Okay, so I'm back. It's been 25 minutes since we put it in. And I've just given it a check and it's actually quite wobbly still. So I'm gonna give it another extra 5, maybe 10 minutes. We'll see how it goes. So we'll come back in that time. Okay, I'm back. The cheesecake looks glorious. The top is like really brown and almost charred at parts, especially around the sides. And the middle is still looking like quite wobbly, but that's what we want. We don't want the middle to be cooked completely through. So I'm going to take this out of the oven actually. Okay, I've just set it, set the cake on a wire rack. So I'm just gonna let it cool on the wire rack until it comes to around room temperature or just barely warm to touch. And then I'm gonna put it in the fridge for at least two to three hours uh, just to let it firm up a bit more. And then we can slice into it and the insides, the middle especially, should still be soft and oozing. And if you tried the cheesecake at the Tokyo restaurant, this should sort of elicit the same response and the same primal desire to just devour this cheesecake. And like the Tokyo restaurant, you can serve it with a bit of whipped cream on the side. Just take some whipping cream and just basically beat it with a whisk. Or um, like the Basque version, the Spanish version of this cheesecake is just had on its own. And you can have it either way. 
it'll taste glorious and heavenly. So enjoy this recipe and I hope you make it. Now that is it for this week's quarantine cooking series. I hope you found this recipe really fun and easy to follow and it galvanizes you into cooking. If you'd like to see the full recipe, you can find it on my blog at junandtonic.com. That's J-U-N-A-N-D-T-O-N-I-C.com. If you're interested, I also have a bunch of other recipes on the site and we might make something else from it next week. So tune in then. To listen to more episodes, find us on iTunes, Spotify or visit our website, www.bfm.my. I'm Jun and you've been listening to Breaking Bread on BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.